The Crow Show on Triple M with Sauce. Sauce, a left foot snap, and he gets his second goal. And Tomo. I've never played the game, okay, so you can clip me to bugger. Aha, happy Sunday morning, Adelaide. It's The Crow Show with Sauce and Tomo. An absolute pleasure to be here and a man that played 208 AFL games. What a superstar he was. 184 of them for the mighty Adelaide Crows. I welcome big Sauce, Jacob. Saucy, hello, mate. How are you? Beautiful, Tomo. How good is this, mate? One oh. uh, Back on the radio airwaves, promoting the Crows. Beautiful, mate. We're going to have a whole heap of fun over the next hour. And if you want to get in touch as well, please jump on the social platforms. There's TikTok there, Saucy, your Facebook and Instagram, mate. Yep, get on board, get on board. Get in touch with us because we want to hear from the people. It's yeah. a it's a, t- it's a radio show for the people. So yep. get on board, make contact with us and let us know what you want to hear. Yeah, bloody oath. And a massive thank you to Toyota as well. They've jumped on. So this show is... All uh, about them, really. Like, and then they've uh, they've jumped on, which is fantastic, and uh, great to have them on board on today's show. This is big. We've got a couple of massive interviews. Ned McHenry's going to join us. Source now. He's one of the real characters of our playing group. Ned. Yeah, he's okay. uh, he does things a little bit different, which okay. we do see on field. Mm. Um, so let's uh, let's have a chat to him and see what he what he can give us. Oh, perfect, mate. And we're winding back the clock as well. We've got to get the paupers on board because uh, we obviously we play the Fremantle Football Club today and. Uh, Fair to say, uh, he had a day out a few years ago there, Saucy. It is, it is. Obviously, the big clash later on today, but we're going to delve back into the game when we held Fremantle to just 13 points. Unbelievable. And Porpoise, we're going to speak to him, the man that kicked five goals himself. So uh, he's a crowd favourite. He's a guy that's uh, loved around the industry, not just in Adelaide. So very excited to talk to him. Absolutely. I might have to actually ask him, because I reckon he played a a game up at Mount Compass last year. He did. I saw something floating around. So obviously, me and you have uh, played some country football yep. recently, uh, Saucy, so that, that's close to our hearts. Exactly right. We uh, we love talking local footy as much as we do the Crows, so um, it's good that it's good that these past players do go back to their, their country roots and um, yep. give back to the game. For sure. And we're asking the Adelaide Crows faithful this year to silence the siren, okay? You can head to ticketech.com.au to secure your seats because it is a massive, massive game today, Saucy. It is. It is. It's, you really need to start, start the season well. Yep. And the, the best news is... 100% crowd, so Perfect. we want to welcome the members, welcome the fans back through back through the greats and, and really get there, get behind the boys, create some atmosphere and get back to what everyone loves after such troubled times through COVID. Get back to going to the footy and cheering on the Crows. I love it, Saucy. Righto, let's get on the way, mate. And Ned McHenry to join us next. It's the Crow Show on Triple M. The brand new Crow Show on Triple M with Sauce and Tomo. And Sauce, we are very, very lucky. We're talking to one of the young and excitement machines, it's Absolutely. fair to say, of the competition, the small Ford. And uh, I'll never forget that time, mate, once uh, we beat the mighty Melbourne Football Club last year. He put the... Uh, he put the Sharon right into the crowd after we did Silence the Siren here. And I'm speaking of the young uh, Ned McHenry as he joins us right now. G'day, Ned. How are you, mate? Hey, Tyrone. Really well, mate. Thanks for having me on. Hey, Sauce. How are you, mate? How are you going? Really well. Thanks for having me on, boys. Uh, good to get you on day uh, on game day, I should say, here, Ned. So uh, thanks so much for, for squeezing us in, mate. Now, um, I'm going to start with a bit a bit of a jovi, jovial one. Um, keen fisherman, I'm hearing. You own a bit of sheep. Uh, so you're, you're right up me in Sauce's Alley in terms of the country aspect, mate. How are you enjoying Adelaide? Yeah, well, I know um, Sauce is an Ardrossan boy, which is a good uh, good snapper spot. Yeah. Snapper closer at the moment, but I'll be up there with him, hopefully catching some some of those. And that sounds nice. When that stops. Um, but yeah, I love, love obviously some farming stuff. I do that with Nick Murray, um, who's at the club as well, and then obviously fish a lot too. 
That's great, mate. Um, obviously, being a country boy, and we, we mentioned you've, you've settled in Adelaide, you've been here a little while now. Um, where are some of your favourite spots you like to get to? Oh, mate, I love Adelaide. Anywhere um, kind of through the Fluro is, is my kind of favourite spot. Mm. I love driving through Mount Compass and getting a coffee on the way through to Victor Harbour and fishing off there and Waitinga and, and everywhere through there is just beautiful. So that's kind of my um, my little area that I like to fish when I get out of Adelaide, but I've got a place in the, near, near the city too, so I love it there as well. Now, now we do know you're you're a crowd favourite. We know you're a ball of energy. Um, we see the excitement you bring game day. Oh yeah. Um, this carries into the locker room. We want to delve a little bit deeper into a, a, a I guess a well known tattoo that you have. Um, we'll let you pick up the story oh, and then we'll, uh, we'll we'll ask you about it. Here we go. <laughs> well, I've got a few silly ones. I, I'm not sure which one you're referring to. It's actually concerning that I'm not sure which silly one you're, uh, you're talking about. You, they must have got a few more from when I was there. The uh, oh. the alpaca, your spirit animal. Uh, yeah, the alpaca. That's kind of the, um, the original one I got when I was 18. So I obviously thought that through really well. But <laughs> yeah, just, just the spirit animal, mate, on, on the stomach, just as a good reminder. Um, I love alpacas. They kind of protect their herd when they can, and they're a social and, and play for animals as well. So that's why I love them. We oh. we certainly see that in the way you play your game. Is it is it still relevant? Do you still uh, do you still stand by it? Yeah, it's certainly a bit of a bit of a gag um, at the forefront. But yeah, there's nothing behind it. I, I love alpacas, mate. <laughs> I love <laughs> the way they go about it. So if I can channel some of that, it's a nice, nice little reminder. There's times when I I do look in the mirror and think, um, where did you get that? But you know, <laughs> on the whole, I'm, yeah, I'm still pretty proud of it. Oh, I love it, Ned. And and another thing that I hear you've done at about 18 years of age. You so you got drafted and you ran from Geelong to Bowen Heads. Is this true? Oh, it wasn't, wasn't after I got drafted. It was just during kind of those years when you're playing junior footy. You obviously weren't at an AFL club. I love my kind of longer, long distance running. I went to a school called Timbertop in New Norman where you get into kind of long distance running and, and just found a bit of a, a passion for it. So that one, yeah, it wasn't after I got drafted, but there were all the times when I just kind of um, went for a bit of a run. Now, Nettie, a lot of people wouldn't understand the distance involved there. What are we talking um, that one, I think, was just over 30, I think. Um, oh, come on, Ned. <laughs> yeah, so it was, it, it was, it was a weird time. I just found a bit of a, a passion for that, but it, it's obviously difficult to, to do now, as you boys would know, with footy and everything. You're on a bit of a tight schedule. You can't exactly go and do that in the Arvos after training. <laughs> <laughs> At least, I guess, in the uh, the COVID times, you have been able to get outdoors, which has been good. So I guess you're, you're still finding that balance with, with life and footy and, like we said, we, we know you get outdoors and all that sort of stuff. Is there, is there much other stuff you get up to away from footy? Yeah, mate, I just feel so so lucky and grateful to be here in Adelaide because there's so many opportunities to go fishing and we've obviously got some sheep up in the hills that we kind of touched on as well. So mm. on days off, I feel like we, um, with other guys, we get in early in the morning, we do some extra gym, we do some touch and our recovery. And then by kind of, you know, 9, 10 o'clock, you've got the opportunity to go out and do some things, you know, away from footy to keep you really fresh and, um, you feel like you, when you come into the club the next day, you've you've had a really good little break, an opportunity to to, to change it up and do something different. So hey, I'm certainly really grateful for that. And farming and fishing are kind of the two at the moment that I'm really enjoying. I like it, Nettie. And just a quick one before we let you go, mate, and dominate Adelaide Oval uh, with the Adelaide Crows today. Uh, anything off field? What are we What are we looking like? You got a nice partner in life? Yeah, I actually do. I'm not sure if you've got a, uh, you've had a little bit of um, you know, a little bit of a worm about that, but yes, I do have a bit of a girlfriend. Um, <laughs> Belly is her name. Yep, she's an Adelaide girl, but yeah, she's a bit of a cracker as well, so she looks awesome pretty well and her fan here in Adelaide. Ah, good on you, Nettie. Fantastic, mate. Thanks so much for joining us here on the Crow Show with Tom, uh, Sauce and Tom, I should say.
Thank you so much, boys. Thanks for having me, and I'll, I'll certainly be a listener throughout the year. Thanks, Natty. Appreciate it, mate. 104.7 Triple M Crow Show with Sauce and Tomo, 9 till 10 every single a Sunday morning, and so easy to get in touch with us as well. Make sure you, you head to Adelaide Football Club either through the website or you can get us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you're, well, you know, your, your social media pipe of choice. Make sure you hit us up, and, uh, yeah, we look forward to hearing from you. Now, Sauce... A big trend, a current trend in the game, I should say, and a, a bit of an issue is the treatment of umpires that I'd like to have a, a bit of a conversation about because the AFL has cracked down really, really hard this season. Yeah, they have. Um, we've seen we've seen a real change, haven't we? So yeah. I guess to give a bit of a, a, a back feed on it is, I guess, the way players have spoken to umpires in mm-hmm. recent times, and we know what, what it was like in the 80s and the 90s was, was, was different to what it's been. But the umpires want to crack down even more because there's been a real shortage of umpires. There's a real shortage of, of next generation umpires coming through. And a big part of that is the way that they get treated and the level of respect they get within the AFL. Because as we know, Tomo, everyone yep. everyone likes to follow their idols, don't they? If they yeah. see AFL players speaking poorly to the umpires, and that obviously filtrates down. So I think it's a really good move because we, we, we don't have a game without umpires. No, correct. And and at AFL level, yes, they're they're semi professional. There are a lot of guys, but I reckon it's it's the lower the levels get. You know, yep. me and you, we're both mixed up at local footy. Yeah, correct. It's really hard to get umpires. And well, that's the big one. There, I'll hit you with a stat. Yep. We're six thousand umpires short of wow. where we need 6, to be. Six thousand. Six thousand umpires short of where we need to be. So we need to crack down on this stuff in terms of yep. uh, respect and treatment of umpires. And I don't know about you, Sauce. You've been in, involved with football a lot longer than me. But arguing with an umpire, you wouldn't believe it. They've never, <laughs> never reversed a decision. So I just do not understand it. And, you know, we've seen the, the Richmond Carlton game on Thursday night. Not all of these were umpire uh, based, but there was eight 50 yeah. meter penalties. So if you're talking about hurting your teammates, it starts with respect. It does. And we saw Chera, we saw um, Doherty all kick goals. Yeah. So there's a lot of goals coming from these penalties. Yep. Um, so there is. There's just. Players have got to adapt, which they always do, because yeah, there's always correct. a bit of a transition time and, and whatnot. But I think it's a fantastic move. And we've seen, I think AFL's probably been on their own for a while in terms of other other codes and other leagues mm, don't 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 put up with it. Yep. They they stamp it out straight away. And I think as players, you know, they've had a pretty good crack at it for a long time. And um, it's important that they, they they do make a stand, and especially in these big games, it, it's known that we're not going to accept it. Well, it certainly seems like here in the AFL we've come late to the party with it, yeah. All, because in the NRL it's just not a thing. No, nah. Gillan McLaughlin, the CEO of the AFL, had come out and actually yep. apologised to umpires a couple of weeks ago about yeah. the treatment. So it's gone too far, and I tell you what, I don't mind it. Yeah, exactly, and and, and basketball as well. Yeah, they just tech foul you straight away. That's right. Get two texts, you're ejected from the game. So um, we want to see the young kids playing footy. Yep, and on top of that. We want to see young kids umpiring footy, and it's such a such a great part because, as you know, mate, not not everyone is going to be a player, mm-hmm. but people love being involved. That's and, right. And and when you're on the field and when you're an umpire, you're you're, you're a part of the game, and yeah. um, you know, there's great you know responsibility that you have to to control the game, but there's also great um, lures for them to 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 umpire a grand final and be part of these big games mm. because. You know, I, I, I have been out there when there's been you know eighty to hundred thousand people yeah. on the in the stadiums, and mm. you know players are out there. It's fantastic for umpires to be a part of, and and we want them coming through. And um, yeah, I think it's going to be uh, a, a good thing going forward. It's the Crow Show with Sauce and Tomo on one hundred four point seven Triple M. The porpoise eats for breakfast. He's got four. 
Well, the forward entry once again, if I get penalised for holding the ball, well, that's as a coach, that's what you want to see in your players. I've got to ask the question of the five Fremantle players who will just sit there spectating. Quick kick out of the pack. The Porpoise has five. Ah, oh, seriously, it just it sends shivers down the back of your neck, Saucy. No doubt about that, mate. We've... Uh, We've, we've gathered up the man. We've got him on 130 games for the Adelaide Football Club with 185 goals, if you don't mind. And we need to talk about the day he dined out against the Frio Football Club. Jason, poor pleasure. Hello, mate. How are you? Going well, thanks, boys. How are we going? Yeah, good as gold, mate. How did you go with that one? Did you uh, you enjoy that uh, enjoy that day? Because we take on the, the Dockers today down at Adelaide Oval. And, uh, oh, mate, any excuse to bring those uh, that handful up? Uh, I, yes, I quite enjoyed listening to that commentary. Thank you for the intro. Um, yeah, that was a... Uh, I'm thinking it was probably one of the most enjoyable uh, nights of footy I've had. We, um, From memory, we had quite a nice night out. And, uh, and you know, hopefully the boys can do the same thing again today. What, what Take us back to that night, Paul. So I reckon that the real interesting part with this is that we not only won by 110 points, I think it was. We we held Fremantle to just 13 points. Come on, Saucy. She was 117. 117, <laughs> sorry. There you go, Tomo. Uh, yeah, just 13 points. Um, usually when you kick five goals, you probably kick half a team score, but you've, you've outscored them by double just yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was just, um, I think, one of those nights. Um, yeah, I think we had some pretty good form leading into the to the night, and um, we really were running hot. Um and yeah, the, the night just started well and we seemed to be on and the, the crowd was sort of up and about and, and um, you know, gave us sort of momentum early and, and uh, we had our game up and going and, you know, I think it was not until maybe the third quarter that they kicked that goal and, um, you know, they, they had a few shots up until that point and, you know, they'd missed and the crowd was starting to cheer them on and, and that sort of thing. And then when they finally got the goal, it was, you know, a bit deflating. The crowd started booing and, um, you know, it was, it was uh, you know, a bit of a bit of a, a laugh on the field, really. And, um, you know, then we sort of finished off in the last quarter as well. So, as I said, it was one of the most enjoyable and fun nights of footy that I've been involved in and, and everything just seemed to click. And, um yeah, all the, all the forwards sort of dined out that night, which was which was good. Ah, fantastic. We're speaking to the Adelaide leading goal kicker of 2009, Jason Apoor-Pleasure, with five of his own that night. Absolutely fantastic. And I, re- I reckon it was around that time your goal-kicking technique was made famous there, Paupers, because, mate, you did not miss. Is there any little tips out there for the young listeners on this beautiful Sunday morning? Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, well, it was, it was just something that I worked on over a, a period of years and and, um, and refined and, um, you know, practice makes perfect. So um, hone the technique, make sure I uh, knew what I was doing. And um, my advice now to guys is to run straight at the goals, kick straight, and and uh, um, I'm sure that'll uh, put you in good stead. But yeah. I see a lot of guys kicking around the corners and, you know, they take a mark and instead of lining up and having a set shot, they're snapping it around the body, which I uh, can't understand. But, um, yeah, I just say go back, kick straight, run straight, kick straight, and you should be all right. Certainly sounds very simple. Um, <laughs> you mentioned you mentioned earlier about the team heating up. 2009, I reckon, was a was a pretty interesting year because we, we sort of took a little bit to get going, and then when, when we did heat up, we really got going, and we obviously pumped Essendon at Adelaide over, at, Adelaide over, at Footy Park, sorry, in a, in a first final, and then... We had the uh, the close game against Collingwood. What are your memories from from that period? Because 
like you said, the team was playing really attractive footy. We were scoring well. Um, we were defending really well, and, and we were so yeah. close to you know progressing even further. Yeah, look, it was probably a, a missed opportunity that year to not go a little bit further. Um, like you said, we we started off a bit slow. We probably lost some games early that we that we could have won, and that might have put us into the top four. I reckon we finished fifth, maybe. And um, and then yeah, as I said, we got onto that good good run sort of during the middle of the year. And um, and finished off well, and that that game against Essendon, that final, that was another a pretty special night where we um, had a good night, and then uh, we carried that into the next week against Collingwood, and um, started off really well. And oh, um, don't don't bring that been, up. We should have been <laughs> further in front at half time, but then yeah, we'll leave it there and, and move on. Uh, <laughs> seriously, I've uh, yeah, I've still got some bad bad vision of Ben Rutten in my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, umpires, eh? Never mind. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Porpoise, <laughs> um, mate, I, I may have uh, stumbled across a photo of uh, of you playing a bit of country footy last season up at the beautiful Mount Compass Football Club. Run us through that, please. <laughs> oh, yes. There's not much to run through with that at all. It uh, started out with good intentions and I was um, planning to play a few games and play a few finals and, um, and yeah, hopefully finish off nicely, but uh, I lasted one game. Oh. It was uh, <laughs> 10 minutes into the first quarter and I nicked my hammy and Kidding. Oh, no. a week later my knee was swollen up and <laughs> it wasn't a good day for footy either. It was raining heavily and raining <laughs> sideways and it was about 10 degrees and I kind of thought, what am I doing? And ah, classic. The body certainly, if I was in any doubt that I had... Uh, but I couldn't play the game anymore, then that put that, that was it. To, to bed. That was it. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were a smarter man than that to be playing in the rain, Porpoise. But yeah. um, just touching on your time at the Crows, mate, you've, you've had a lot of special memories. Um, you know, I think of the games, you know, when you had your shoulder injuries up at the SCG and you carried us to victory, you played in finals. What, what, are, what are some of your fondest memories? Because I know as a, as a supporters group, we got a lot of fond memories of your time in the, as, as a Crows player. Yeah, I'm... You probably touched on, you know, the finals. It was the team success and um, that's the things that you kind of look back on most fondly. Um, we played in a couple of prelims when I was there, but unfortunately couldn't couldn't get any further than that. But, yeah, certainly the finals wins and and, um, and that sort of thing, that, that were, the, they were the fondest memories that I can, I can think of. And, um, yeah, just kind of wish it was uh, a few more finals wins and, yep. and that sort of thing, but wasn't to be, yep. Sauce. Nah, you're a good man, Pauper. Thanks so much for jumping on the Crow Show with Sauce and Tomo here on Triple M. My pleasure. Thanks, boys. 104.7 Triple M. It's the Crow Show with Sauce and Tomo. And remember, the Crow Show returns this season. You can tune in to Channel 7 today at 3 p.m. if you don't mind. Belinda Sloan is going to be joining the show this year as well, Saucy. Absolutely. It's fantastic to have Belinda on board. Um, she's she's fantastic in this space. Yeah, Belinda. Um, and I think she's going to have some really interesting stories this year. Well, this one as well with uh, the guest, if you don't mind, Ebony Marinoff, superstar she is for the uh, AFLW side. Yeah, she is. Eb obviously uh, recently played her 50th game, oh, all Australian, best and fairest winner, um, and going to lead us to hopefully another uh, another good final series. Fingers crossed, mate. That's 3 p.m. today, so you could probably watch that 
and then get yourself down to the Oval. I reckon that's the best way to go. Absolutely. Or you can uh, re-watch it at, a, at, a, at your own leisure yep. as well, Tomo. Good call, Sauce. Good call. Now, we're taking a little bit of a, a peek behind the curtains, it's fair to say here, Sauce. And, and actually what goes on in uh, in Clubland. I haven't been involved with the Adelaide Football Club, so I'm not really sure. I'm just like the punter on the off the street <laughs> there, mate. But you've, you've had a couple of conversations down there and um, we've had a bit of fun this week. We have, we have. We want to, we do. We want to bring the fans closer to the club. We want to, we want to get them on the inside, and I guess just try and give them a bit of a, bit of a, bit of a look at what goes on behind closed doors. So yep. within footy clubs, we we've spoken to Ned McHenry. There's yes. there's plenty of characters within a club, yep. um, led by probably a, a former skipper and a, a great, great player Taylor Walker. Yeah, um, sure. There's a few more Lockie Murphy, um, and you know every footy club has them. Yep. We we know who they are. Yeah, big time. Um, I was one that probably never got involved too much. Yeah. I think the worst text did to, did to me was was you just open your locker door a little bit, yeah, yeah, put yeah. a cup of water there. Oh no! Oh no! Here comes innocent me. Open the locker door, water everywhere. Yeah, so, okay. so he's always up to these things as a big Texan. So it's fair to say that he's got years of experience. Absolutely, is that right? absolutely. And he's not one that gets uh, you can put one over him easily. So, yeah, well, we found that out throughout the week because young Lockie Murphy jumped behind the phone and uh, yep. it sounded like he had a hell of a time. <laughs> And he tried to get text with the old, so this is the vintage one. You call someone and then you make out like they called you. That's right. Gaslighting 101. <laughs> you'd think you'd try and get one with text, but let's have a listen. Go on. What's up? Uh, ceiling. What do you want? Don't start this shit. I'm not 12 years old. What do you want, mate? I'll give you a call back if that's right. I've got to go. <laughs> just, just a woeful effort from Lockie Murphy. Sh- shelling peas at for yeah, text. That's, uh, he he's seen that one coming a mile away. So, and this is the thing with the experienced campaigners. You know, the, it's going to be really tough no to get chance. one past text. But you could you could probably feast out on the young cats, couldn't you, Saucy? Well, you think at a footy club, who, who's your obvious targets? It's it's the innocent ones, the isn't young it? Young ones, the ones yeah. that come in. They don't they don't know a lot about how it works inside a locker room and all yep. that sort of stuff. Well, just and even life experience. That's right, and and they're generally they're they're great kids at the moment. You know, mm. we, we got blokes like Josh Rochelle, yep. um, Jake Saligo, yep. Zachy Taylor, mm-hmm. um, Big Nank. They're all ripping kids yeah. of the highest quality, and. Um, Let's just have a little bit of a listen about how good of characters they are. Yeah, for sure. So Lockie Murphy is uh, he's calling Jake Saligo right now, and this is gold. Hello. Sully, how are you, mate? Thanks, how are you? Good. It's Matty from Under 14s from the Tigers. How are you going? Just want to call you up and say good on you. Oh, beautiful. Thank you. Appreciate that. Oh, mate, it's outstanding. I remember playing with you on a wing, half forward. G it was unreal. I'm so proud that you made it, mate. Yeah, I was pretty crazy. Feels a bit surreal still, but... <laughs> still catching up with any of the boys? Um, oh, Johnny Smith? Them, but, like, not too much. Oh, you don't catch up with Johnny Smith? Nah, not too much, nah. <laughs> um, oh, who else played in that team? Um, Spog Fruxy? Um, nah. Uh, oh, what, really, what was his name in the back, um, back n- pocket, his nickname? Uh, tickets. How's Tickets going? Who is it? His nickname was Tickets. Tickets? Oh, I'm trying to remember. Oh. <laughs> Who was it? Full forward, Peter Eunice? Um. Kick seven in that prelim. Oh, 
Oh. Nickname the penis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I don't really say any of those yeah. anymore. <laughs> oh, sorry, Sully. It's, lucky. it's Murph, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, f- Oh man, and we'll finish it there. But that is just unbelievable. And I, I tell you what, he um, he had a fair crack, didn't he, Murph? He, he would have had at least a, I don't know, thirteen or fourteen goes, and he finally got one with the young fella. He did, he did. He, he's had a real crack there. He, uh, he, he admittedly did get a little bit of inspiration there from from Hamish and Andy. Yes, Trip, Triple M's very own uh, Andy. So yes, you can get um, them on the listener app. Yep, exactly right. So uh, he did a good one there, Murph, and it's nice to get a little stitch up uh, with Jakey Saligo. Absolutely, we're going to be uh, peeping the eyes behind the curtains every single week and hopefully you can get some old stories out there, Saucy. Yeah, we do. There's a, a lot of great stories to tell within, I guess, the Crows locker room and, yep. and what's happened in the past. Um, so we're looking forward to having a little little look into it um, in the weeks coming. Triple M. 104.7 Triple M. It's the Crow Show with Sauce Jacobs and Atomo here. Been a big addition, the first one on debut in the coming weeks. Looking forward to this. Taylor Walker is going to join the show. And you out there, Triple M family, if you want any guests, you can request them. How do they do that, Big Saucy? Jump onto our social channels, Tomo, through yeah. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all your traditional Beautiful. platforms. Get in touch with us. Reach out. Give us feedback on the show. We want to hear who you want to hear from yeah. because... We've got, uh, obviously, exclusive access to the players yep. inside the four walls. Um, so, yeah, and on top of that, mate, beautiful day. First one, first cab off the rank oh, done. Yeah. We're about to head down to Adelaide over ourselves. Yep. Um, it's a beautiful day here in Adelaide. So let's, let's try and get as many members, as many fans to the game as you can. Um, be involved with the club. It's fantastic. 100% capacity. Memberships are going well. So oh, yeah. get down there, support the Crows, and, and get back to cheering on Footy lock, lock it used to be. Nah, let's silence the siren, eh, Saucy? Let's have a whole heap of fun down there at uh, Adelaide Oval today. And I'll tell you what, after the game as well, don't forget to check out the official match report at afc.com.au. And go Crows, eh? Absolutely. Bring it on. Beautiful. See you next week from 9am.